This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. This is a podcast featuring the Sith Lord of Star. Welcome to Nerd School. My name is Loki. Welcome to the Nerd School podcast. You jerk. On that note, let's <laughs> jump back into Thor Ragnarok, the second half of the movie, because we didn't we ran out of time because Art Star and TBJ were just blathering on and on. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh they got into those a fight. Crazy kids. <laughs> those yeah. crazy young, beautiful people. And uh, uh, TBJ, uh, we are adults with day jobs, and TBJ is doing hers right now, but she might be able to pop in while we're on. Yeah, she's going to try to take a, a break. She's going to try to tell them at work, oh, I have to poop. And then she's going to go in the bathroom uh, <laughs> oh, with a laptop. She's not going to like that. She's going to like that. And she's going to jump on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If she does that, if so, just listeners, if just know if TBJ appears on this episode, she's in the bathroom. She's uh, in the loo. Yeah, in the loo. Now, she'll probably be in her car uh, on a smoke break. In fact, we're trying to get her to take up smoking just so she can take breaks at work for this podcast. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, we all have different schedules, so it's hard for us to even uh, mash up this week. um, I'm sort of on Andy and Art's schedule this week, but I'm usually on a TBJ schedule, but she's on a all-day, every-day schedule. She just got back from Italy. She's probably covered in meatballs. Uh, surprise, an Italian accent. That is. Are you suggesting she caught meatballs while in Italy? <laughs> I don't think you can. Kind of disease. No, I mean when you're in Italy, don't you just have to swim through meatballs everywhere? Like it's just meatballs falling from the sky and everything. Isn't Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs a documentary? Uh, no, but apparently, shitbag Trump is referring to Ron DeSantis as a meatball Ron now. Oh boy, that's his new nickname for that piece of shit. No, they're both pieces of shit. Their guys are both horrible pieces of shit. So let's jump right into (laughs) Thor Ragnarok. Speaking of pieces of shit, Thor, at this point where we left off, was about to be taken to the arena and get a piece of shit haircut from Stan Lee. Which he did. Uh, It's actually not a bad haircut, but it's a little... My big question about this is, was this just added to the movie because Chris Pine had to get a haircut for some other movie he was in? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Everett. (laughs) Chris, Chris Everett, Chris yes. <laughs> tennis star, Chris Everett, <laughs> is Chris Thor. That would Hemsworth. be kind of cool. Think about it. The rat could be Milnor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennis play tennis with a hammer. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Well balanced. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, his name. Yeah, he's one of the Chris's. I think it was probably also like, hey, let's save some time and not have to put you in a wig every day and uh oh that was always a wig he didn't really have long hair like that uh i don't oh, i guess all the braiding and all that or whatever yeah it could have been a bit of both i think he had longer hair but not that long hair instead of speculating why don't you google it 
<laughs> your stupid face and your butthole. I thought I thought you guys would both would immediately answer. Yeah, idiot. Everybody knows he was filming. Blah blah blah, and that's why he had to cut his hair. And everybody knows it. All nerds know it. Blah blah blah. But they had Stan Lee cut his hair with that machine. It seems like it was just an added thing. Because why else would you cut Thor's hair? Like Thor's always got long hair. That's what I don't. I don't understand. It's just somebody wanted a new look. I I think uh, I feel like he's had occasional short hair. I mean, Has he I'm, had I'm short hair in the super, comics? Once in a while, I think there was. I think there was a recent thing where he was. Uh, I'm not. I'm hazy. Well, art stars, art stars, sure not chiming in. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was going to say. Um. Like, if you really want to get deep with it, there's the whole, like, not my hair kind of thing. And, you know, Thor, when you think Thor and mythology, you think of long golden locks, right? So if you shear yeah. off his hair, he doesn't have the aesthetic Thor look. So it could have been somewhat subconsciously leaning into the director's head, like, hey, let's cut his hair off and make a big deal of him going like no no not my hair you know or we could also go even deeper and think of the whole samson kind of thing so eh, who knows who knows joe who well, knows the, joe the it google result <laughs> for them to hey like here's stanley stan i guess i gotta call him stan here let's put stanley <laughs> right here cut some hair boom we've covered the uh the quota well, now let's see what Google says. Survey Google, says? Google says Chris Hemsworth apparently didn't want to wear a wig this time. Diva! So Chris Hemsworth is an asshole diva is what you guys are saying. And well, he should be yeah. he should be kicked out of the MCU is what you're saying. No, uh, it it's part of the whole... I like They played it really well. Like He really didn't want it. Like Thor is very proud of his hair and doesn't want to ever have it cut and <laughs> I love the bit where it's like if you cut my hair I will smite you and then he realizes please don't cut my hair kind sir and yeah. he realizes he doesn't have the, the smite ability when he's currently okay well Thor is taken to the arena and put up against the champion who is revealed to be none other than the incredible Hulk and we're Thor is excited yeah <laughs> That, yeah, we're that, buddies from work. Yeah, yeah. That line <laughs> was actually, uh, if I remember right, it was uh, provided to him by a child who, like, I think they were. Uh, oh shit, I don't remember the whole story, but like, there was a kid that was they were talking to about the movie or visiting the set or something like that, and he said, "You should say he's a friend from work," and then they thought oh, it was funny, and they put him in. Huh. That was funny. That was a funny moment. He's, he's oh, I know this guy. He's a friend from work. He's overjoyed to see him. But then Hulk attacks him, and the two bash each other around the area. Uh, Thor gaining the upper hand, uh, and he tries using Natasha's calming trick uh, to transform him back into Bruce. He's like, you know, that little hand thing and all that, uh, which is kind of funny. I was thinking that brought back, um, but. Um, Mark Ruffalo doesn't have it, who plays Hulk, of course, um, and thrashes him. Uh, and Loki is very unsettled again to see Hulk out there. And he, but we all, I think we already talked about the part where Loki 
where he smashes Hulk yeah. or smashes Thor around and Loki's like, <laughs> that's, how it feels. That's, how yeah. it, that's how it feels. Yeah. And I love like that. Loki was like sh- shat his pants immediately upon seeing, uh, yeah. Hulk. Like, oh, like yeah. I have to get off this planet. <laughs> yeah. I get out of here. He got his ass beat. Yeah. But, uh, uh, this whole sequence of, of the Hulk in that outfit is taken directly from, uh, the planet Hulk storyline where right. the Hulk was, uh, sent to this uh, accidentally sent to this sort of horrible war world where he became a gladiator called the green scar and in that comic does thor find him and then has to battle no, him in that uh, thing thor, or no? thor is not in that comic uh, it's actually silver surfer that he winds up fighting for some reason because silver surfer finds him and then they they sort of somehow turn the silver surfer who is this power cosmic dude into a gladiator like they put some disc on him that neuters his cosmic power somehow and then he has to he has to fight and use his surfboard as a shield and uh they call him the silver savage and uh, that's a whole thing but uh it's and a little known fact about silver surfer is ad rock of the bc boys has a silver surfer tattoo on his arm really yep there you All go right, fellas look at you bringing the nerd knowledge boom dropped it boom and uh, i think joe satriani has a cover of one of his albums, Silver Surfer, on it, and it's called Surfing with the Alien. Now, Art, time for you to add something. Um, add something to the potpourri. Um, <laughs> I believe it's pronounced potpourri. I chose uh, Rise of Silver Surfer as one of our movies that we had to watch. That's right. We, we yeah, did there we Fantastic go. Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Boom! There we are. Boom, we boom. each add a silver surfer tidbit I in the store right now. Boom boom. <laughs> episode. I, uh, I think that's a whole different thing when you when you drop your boom booms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to make sure they flush all the way. Uh, or they're not floaters. We got a floater. Yeah. We got a floater. <laughs> uh, this is where this is where TBJ would tell us to stop talking about turds. Yes, I'll get back into the movie where we stayed at the turd school, and we don't want. But that I do happen. like that uh, it's not the turd school. Let's don't give our detractors a nickname. Turd school. Yeah, that, this should be called turd school. This <laughs> podcast sucks so bad. Somebody leave that review. Yeah, no cut. No, we can no. rate our farts. I do like that Jeff Goldblum <laughs> uh, thinks it's called Asgard. Asgard? 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 Ass place? Are you trying to get back to ass place? Asgard. Ass place. Uh, <laughs> so some point in this battle, you know, Thor's getting beat up by Hulk, and he sees the vision of Odin, and he channeled the raw lightning. However, just when he's about to win, Grandmaster not wanting to see a crowd and his own favor be beaten, he shocks Thor in a submission as the Hulk leaps into the air to crush Thor. Thor puts his hand up in defense before everything goes black. And then we cut to Asgard uh, with Hela and the remaining people rounded up. She demands to know where the Bifrost sword is. And nobody, when nobody comes forward, she tells Scourge to execute a random person. Scourge hesitates, but is still about to do it. Before he can make the kill, someone comes forward with Heimdall's location. Uh, and then Thor wakes up later in Hulk's chamber, being pampered by several beautiful women. And Thor speaks to Hulk privately. Hulk's now he's privates. Yeah, he sees his junk. When you saw his part, I just went mute. mute. Go ahead. When you you saw this part, did you hope that we get a chance to glance the Hulk schlong? Right? Because, you know, we we had this thing about 
when I get through doing the Incredible Hulk, I'm talking about Incredible Hulk about like the size of his junk, right? Mm-hmm. If it was like the normal junk or Hulk well, junk. Yeah. That's it's, it. Like can- canonically like what do, what do you, in comics, he off? has a giant penis. Canonically? He has yeah. canonically giant penis? Yeah. Uh, there is uh, an issue of the Peter David Hulk run where he's like the smart Hulk. Uh, and I can't remember who he's fighting. Like one of the, some dude who's like, this also establishes how fast the Hulk, it, Hulk basically has this insane healing factor. So when he does take damage, he comes bounces right back from it. But uh, he like he gets almost all like the Hulk is charging towards I think the leader and his goon who's f- like frying his skin off of his bones and he goes down to a skeleton and then he it basically just heals right back almost immediately. But they burned all his clothes off. And then the leader's like, "All right, would you put some pants on? You're giving some of us an inferiority complex." <laughs> Yeah, and we that talked might just about mean the leader has a real small dick. But I think we talked about his wiener in depth on one of our first episodes, the yeah. Hulk episodes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and like the beard thing, like how does he have a beard? You know, if you had a beard, a full beard, and then it gets bigger, be stubble, you know, kind of thing, because it stretches the skin and does the hair follicles grow? You know, I think we talked about all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And I think Art went on a ramp. Uh, a big rant about pubes uh, for an hour. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see yep. what we're high. So we realized this is the, I think this is the first time Hulk can sort of speak intelligently somewhat, uh, like have yeah, a conversation. The time, yeah. The first time they've actually let him say something besides like puny God. Yeah. Uh, he said, I think he said, leave me alone in the Ed Norton Hulk movie, but uh yeah, and he may have said one other line or something, but this is the first time he's like had a conversation with anybody. It is where we kind of find out that he hasn't transformed back into Banner for years, yeah. a couple of years, and uh, Hulk Which is also points, like uh, Quinjet is. Yeah, it's also taken somewhat from the Planet Hulk storyline, where like basically he had to stay the Hulk for all this time because it was such a savage planet that Banner couldn't survive on it. Yeah, he gets ass kicked. Yeah, so he had to battle his way. Uh, and he points out the Quinjet, and I still don't know if do we like this uh, explanation of how he leaves. He leaves in the Quinjet and he ends up on another planet. Like, isn't it just a jet? Like, it's is it a Quinjet. space trip? It's space traveling. Sure, it's it's a high tech jet. And he, how last he get... we saw him, he he was. Uh, he had jumped into the jet to beat up Ultron and throw him out of the jet. Yeah. And, and he just sat down and Black Widow tried to get him. To, All right, you got to come back now. And Hulk yeah. just said, you know, I'm a piece of shit. I have to leave this planet. Basically, Hulk self-exiled. There was enough Wait. of him where he's like, everything sucks. So I'm just going to ignore Natasha's pleas to let I come back. But we believe in that jet, off. as Incredible Hulk, he figured out how to travel to another world. He just probably pointed it up and left the atmosphere and then travel wherever the hell it took him and he probably hit like a like in the comics he hit a wormhole and wound up on that planet ah wormhole because at the time at this point don't isn't the only way to travel to other worlds that they know is through the bifrost or that's or whatever that asgard gets rainbow bridge the realms yeah uh, and then when they open that other realm when all those aliens were coming that's the only way they know at this point but now we have a new way to travel to planets he just took a ship into space 
and that's somehow where it ended up because this is the Marvel Universe, and there's also everybody's shit okay with that. Everybody's all right with that. Nobody's upset. Yeah, I mean, it's it was a little like, okay, I guess Quinjets are spaceships, but <laughs> I get like he wasn't. I and I think was, it was pretty beat up, wasn't it? The Quinjet beat up at that point. Uh, I don't know. Like Ultron had gotten into it somehow and was strafing them or something. Then Hulk jumped up into the jet and Ultron was like, oh, for God's sake. And then Hulk smashed him and threw him out of the plane and then sat down and just took. I don't think I don't know if he was necessarily planning to go anywhere. He was the Hulk. He was like, Hulk, get out of here. Hulk bad. Everyone hate Hulk. <laughs> like, I'm just going to take a little vacay in the space. Yeah, it might have been like another thing where he feels like he needs to kill himself or something like that. In the Avengers, you say he he Bruce Banner admits he tried to kill himself, and he I got low, didn't see a way out, so I tried it, and then the other guy spat the bullet back out. But now maybe this is Hulk doing his version of that, and then he winds up, oh shit, somehow I got onto this other planet. There there could be a whole story in there where like he meets the Guardians of the Galaxy and they have a little fun time for a minute. Yeah, I guess we have Guardians of the Galaxy who are space travelers here too. So yeah, uh, at this point he learns that Valkyrie Valk. Is a Valkyrie. her name is just Valkyrie? Isn't Valkyrie a type it's of? A, it's a title, they just but it's also uh, they they don't know her name. Like she says, her name is Scrapper One Twenty Six or something. Oh and really? So I don't think we get her real name. I mean, like the the Valkyrie from comics Valkyrie. was Brunhilda was her real name. Oh, but, uh, you're Valkyrie. And they see the tattoo. They that's when you know uh, Thor learns that she's a Valkyrie. It was part of an elite all female group and they kind of that he talks about that a little a bit of, i wanted to be a valkyrie when i was a kid until i, until found, I found out they had to be women yeah <laughs> and then and he talks about how they went up against hella uh but were they were all killed except for her and then thor tries to convince her to help but she refuses he wants to drink instead uh which is why i love her because that's the mm. that's what i want to do also just drink, <laughs> drink. Just drank. Uh, let's see. Alcoholic. Hulk is happy in his life and wants to stay, but he does help Thor acquire the control device for his electronic device. I'm trying to remember how he did that. He uh, okay. he pawned it off her. Uh, like, he got it off her, or yeah, like somehow he, he got away from Valkyrie, Valkyrie right? He got yeah, out I talking think he was, and stuff. Yeah, he was, he was trying to have, like pitch. Oh, let's be a part of the Revengers or something like that. And then he, it turns out he snuck that offer while he was uh, distracting her with team. Oh, Thor, Thor pickpocket, pickpockets from her. That's yeah. right. He brought a little shot from Loki. Yeah, uh, Thor escapes Hulk's apartment and reaches the Quinjet, but he's chased by Hulk, who smashes it up. And every time we smash him, I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna fly. And keep smashing, it's not gonna. But you also uh, gotta mention him trying to get into the Quinjet. That I think that's big, right? The, you remember that? The, the trying to find the code word to activate it. Oh He's yeah, strongest Avenger. Like then, it no, be, incorrect. Uh, and then it's Point Break. <laughs> point Break. Stark. Damn it, Stark called him during the Avengers movie. Yes, that was funny. Then Hulk is the strongest Avenger. Uh, in the code word, you know, he gets it to work. Uh, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, and then they play back Scarlett Johansson's last message. I wonder how much she got paid. Is this her only part in this movie? That video from a previous thing? Did she get paid for that? Uh, I don't know, maybe a royalty or something. Because I think they 
I don't know if they re-recorded it or just used the same. Well, why don't you footage. Google it? Google it and find out. How are you? What kind of expert are you? You don't even know the ins and outs <laughs> of Scarlett Johansson's career and pay structure. I think they just reused deals. the footage from Age of Ultron. Can you contact Scarlett Johansson and find out? You no. ever think Scarlett Johansson will be known as uh, Mrs. Colin Jost? No, because she's the bigger star. In fact, I I think it's about it's we're just living on borrowed time. Like that's not gonna that relationship's not gonna last forever, right? I mean, she's gonna move on to the next. I don't know. Comedy she genius. Uh, she was with Ryan Reynolds. She married him. She did. Yeah. So she was married to Deadpool for a little while. So she likes uh, funny guys. She likes funny yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they split up for some reason, and uh, probably because they were or she was young. I think she's looking into the future, like she's predicting. Because Colin Jost, usually, like the I think he's the head writer on SNL right now. Usually, the head writer ends up having a talk. You know, Seth Meyers was a head writer. He's got a talk show. Conan O'Brien, I think, might have been head writer at one point. I don't think it was maybe head he was writer, but. Oh, uh, you're a head writer. Your mom was a head writer. Last <laughs> your night. mom was a head writer last night. <laughs> uh, our mom's the same person, so that's weird. Anyway, and she doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast because she's not a nerd and she doesn't understand what the hell we're talking about. So, uh, mom, if you're listening, uh, meet Art Star. Uh, he seduces everyone's mothers. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, we're talking about oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson, and uh, she's in this the little video of her trying to, uh, you know, Hulk, we need you, and it kind of prompts Hulk to transform back into Bruce Banner, and then Thor explains to Banner whose last memories are of Sokovia during the Ultron offensive. Uh. And Ban- Banner's unable to believe Hulk was able to remain in control for two years and doesn't want to transform again, knowing if he does, he might remain the Hulk forever. Uh, and no, and so we again, yeah, we can't talk about this. Valkyrie meets up with Loki, and the two engage in a brief fight. Uh, and after Loki learns where she comes from, he uses his powers to make her remember her last encounter with Hela. And we kind of see the re redo of that. Um, and then Valkyrie has a change of heart and she decides to help Thor return to Asgard and shows her goodwill by beating and chaining up Loki. <laughs> uh, reuniting Thor and Loki, uh, Thor and Loki head down to steal a ship. However, Loki attempts to betray Thor to the Grandmaster. And this is one of my favorite parts where, you know, you think Loki's turning on him and he's like, oh, yeah, guess what? Zip. And he zaps him and Loki falls I, I, down. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Like, there's like the bit in Avengers where uh, Loki sort of escapes the prison pod thing and presents an illusion and then Thor charges at him and then he charges right through the illusion into the prison thing and Loki goes, are you ever not going to fall for that? And this is him <laughs> not falling for it. He's, and then he gets the mile it's all about change and evolution and you just want to stay the same. So here, yeah. I'll leave this over here for you if you can stop frying <laughs> like long enough to figure out how to get it yes yeah that was that was a funny bit yeah. um yeah so he put the it's, he's got that device on his back when he shot oh shit yeah. uh and it's sort of like a metaphor for how thor ragnarok is very different from the first two thor movies it's an evolution of character yeah he he's one ahead of 
Loki, mm-hmm. uh, which reminds me, I was playing Marvel Snap earlier, and we are sponsored by Marvel Snap now. No, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and I was one step ahead of the guy I was playing. Man, he had he had gotten uh, Venom up to fifty, uh, and and that's all he had on the left, you know, side. And he was pulled out my ass. No, I had I had Shang Chi waiting instead of like putting Shang Chi there to kill Venom because he got to go first. I knew he was going to bring out Zola and give me two. And so I knew Zola would be zero on this one. I'd I'd be because I had like 32 and he had 50. So I put my Shang-Chi boom over here where there was nothing, uh, knowing he was going to move his guy. And he, boom, sure enough, boom, here comes Arnim Zola, zero on the one I got, and then puts his 50 in his 50, and boom, I killed him. And I was like, I'm one one step ahead of you, bro. And he said, you son of a bitch. And I learned, I learned like Thor, learned to be one step ahead of Loki. Boom. You've learned how to defeat Arnim Zola in Venom I, combination. I saw it coming, baby. Saw it coming a mile away. Everyone should play Marvel Snap. It's the greatest thing ever. I can't stop playing it. Although I'm still upset about the drops. I'm not getting, You're not getting enough tokens. Increased tokens. In series three. Yeah. Anyway, only super nerds will know what we're talking about, but hopefully that's our audience. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe we got new people too that are like, what's Marvel Snap? And they'll start playing, and they won't be good, and I'll be able to beat them. So play Marvel Snap. It's a fun little <laughs> game on your phone. Uh, play Marvel Snap so I can beat you. Yes. <laughs> so I can get more points or whatever. Uh, Thor, Banner, and Valkyrie steal the Grandmaster's party slash orgy ship and escaping the Grandmaster's clutches. I love that it. it's like, yeah, don't touch anything. Like he's, yeah. he's has a bunch of sex on here. And I was just, oh, the whole thing is just covered in goo. Yeah, don't put yeah. black light on there. Just like you don't do in any hotel room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every hotel room is covered in everyone's semen. Yeah, there's a thin layer of uh, sperm Gross. covering every square inch of every hotel room in the world. Yes. <laughs> in the world. Sorry, <laughs> folks with OCD and... Uh, uh, Sorry, anyone who's traveling. Called? cleanliness obsessions anyway they escape the grandmaster's clutches and they leave through a passageway known as the devil's anus uh (laughs) that was a funny bit when they kept talking about the devil's anus uh reaching asgard just as hell is about to destroy the remaining population who had attempted to escape through the bifrost bridge thor engages her in a vicious battle but is still overpowered and loses an eye uh that's what i was gonna say is this also Something like this, obviously, like he's now like Odin, right? Because Odin's yeah. missing the eye. And does this happen in the comics too? Does Thor have an eye patch ever? I don't remember that. Uh, ever I happened. think he does. He did for a while. Um, again, I'm not a huge reader of Thor comics, um, but because a lot of time, I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I like Thor well enough, but I've never like really been super keen on reading his solo adventures, just personal thing. Super Bill Keen? No. The Family Circle? <laughs> no. Uh, Bill Keen comic artist. Family Circus. Family Circus, uh, yeah. Bill Keen. To do with this. Is Bill Keen the greatest comic book creator of all time? Comic writer? Uh, it's not me. What? It's you know not to me. Andy Rob Liefeld. Not me, the... Family oh, not, not me. That was that around doing all the stuff that? The yeah, he's like are, the ghost that does all the bad things on the 
yeah. family circus. Yeah. I gotta say that family circus mom, she's got it going on. Thelma, she could get whoa, it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you prefer the old school with the weird sideburns she has? Or I don't uh, remember. I think they updated I don't her hairdo. Ah, boy. All right, well, well, you're Billy, busy. Billy's incorrigible, isn't he? Billy, uh, Jeffy. Darn, he's, always Billy. Getting, Jeff, he's always getting into shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dolly and really annoyed by PJ's antics. All right. Anyway, reaching Asgard. Okay. Wait, they have wait, a wait, dog wait. named Barfy. Barfy. That's right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to Thor. This is about this is about the time when he you know, he thinks he can't do anything without his hammer and he has the vision of Odin who explains to him that the hammer just channeled his powers. You don't need that hammer. You, you are the God of thunder. God of hammers. Uh, yeah. I, I you think, the God of hammers. <laughs> right. Right. I think the whole eye patch thing that there was a storyline where he had to become the King of Asgard very reluctantly. And I think there, this is borrowing from that. I don't remember. I can't tell you specifically what the storyline is, but uh, so you're saying he reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Yeah. engines burning <laughs> and running through time but all right uh see this is hard without tbj just yelling at us to get us on we keep getting all these weird uh i just like letting you when you make a dumb reference i like letting you stew in it <laughs> <laughs> there, all right hey you let this that. nerd keep on going <laughs> what, what were you hoping to accomplish with that well this is also when odin tells him that asgard is not a place asgard is not a place but a people it's not ass place. It's ass people. Ass people. And they can <laughs> ass people. They're, it's not an ass place. It's an ass people. And they can reestablish their society and culture anywhere. And uh, ass place, Asperg. Asperg. He does say Asperg. So Asperg is not a place. It's a people. And then now Thor realizes his full abilities and he unleashes a massive lightning bolt, repelling Hela as Valkyrie and Heimdall attempt to hold off Hela's army. Loki unites with Korg. <laughs> Korg's back. Like, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And other escaping fighters, and they get a ship. And they use that to evacuate <laughs> you look, the Asgard. You look to be a desperate need of leadership. Why, thank you. <laughs> Loki and, Korg. and then, like, that whole bit where this, like, this sequence is the whole Bifrost battle is, is pretty great. Um, you know, Scourge has realized he's, he's back the wrong horse and he's trying to disguise himself as a refugee to to get away from Hela and just pretend, oh, I didn't have anything to do with this. I'm going to put the axe down. He's doing that. Loki had come with the ship with this grand, your savior has arrived to try to be the hero he was uh, pretending to he was at the beginning and writing plays about. Yes. So it's kind of like, He's trying to be a good guy, but in the fucking Loki vainglorious way that he always has to do everything. And Hulk is fighting the Fenris wolf uh, and actually suplexes a giant wolf at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a, yeah. And it kind of, it sort of had, I don't know, it was giving, giving, as they say the kids, it was giving uh, first Hulk. TBJ of them than that. It was giving first Hulk vibes when he fights those dogs. You know, that was yeah. uh, whichever Bang Lee Hulk. Bang Lee Hulk, yeah. He has to fight all those dogs. It was kind of like, a, oh, a, thing. a giant dog. You got to bring Hulk. And it's also kind of a reference to the first or the Edward Norton Hulk movie where he like 
he thinks he's cured himself of being the Hulk, but then Abomination is tearing the shit out of Harlem, so he, he basically throws himself out of a helicopter to force himself to turn back into the Hulk, and you don't know if, like, he falls for so long, and you don't know, oh shit, I'm not going to turn into the Hulk, I'm just going to die. And then he does the same thing, and yeah, just he- screams onto the pie front. When I, yeah. it, when I went to go see the movie, when he, that was one of those moments when he jumped out, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking cool, right? And then when he immediately hit the thing, I was like, oh, shit. You know, that's like that really loud, oh, shit moment because you're like, what the fuck? Because that looked like it hurt. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. He's he, dead then, right? This is how Bruce right. Banner is going to die in the comic book movie. Yeah, you yeah. don't really think he's dead, but it's like, ah, how is he not dead? But then, because he's the Hulk and the Hulk heals very fast. Yeah. And then Scourge kind of sacrifices himself to ensure the ship is able to escape. Which is and like Thor- the, the Scourge story. That's uh, what he does. Executioner yeah, does. Like that's, uh, I mean, usually he was just like a stooge of the Enchantress because uh, he was in love with her. But uh, his like most notable story is this uh, from like he was like a master of one of the masters of evil and stuff. But uh but he turns good the at the end. Ridge of Galler Brew is in the comic book story, but he basically like they're trying to escape the realm of Hela's realm of the dead or something for some reason, and he realizes I have to stay and hold these people off so you guys can get away. So, but he's got these the twin machine guns uh, in the comics as well, which is weird for Asgardian people to be gun wielders. But uh, it's, yeah, uh, uh, one of the classic uh, Walt Simonson stories. Walt Simonson is one of the legendary Thor writers. He, like, he wrote Thor from like 1983 to 1987 and did a whole shit ton of good Thor well, stories. Apparently he wasn't too legendary to you, Andy, since you weren't, you know, you weren't really into reading Thor comics. Uh, I was not, but I mean, I, I could had, I had, I had to do that for Joe. I had yeah. to do that. <laughs> that would have been, that was a Joe move. I just had to yeah, interface Andy, you I son have heard, of a bitch. Uh, on my previous podcast, which Ooh. I did with uh, uh, Ian Robinson, who was a big Walt Simonson Thor fan, so I sort of learned by osmosis that Walt Simonson, because he also he wrote and did the art, he, he completely made these comics, and uh, so, which is impressive. You don't get a lot of writer artists. I mean, I guess you do. I mean, the artists have a lot to do with how the story unfolds as well. It's usually a collaborative thing, so if you can do both, that's good. But uh, Walt Simonson, Thor legend, wrote this the story where Scourge sacrifices himself. Then there's it's a really cool Walt looking Simonson. sequence where he's sitting there fighting off hordes of like undead demons, just blowing them away with guns and like it's like ha ha, I'm still executioning people. But uh, do you own that comic book? Uh, I don't think I do because I don't own a lot of Thor comics. But Art Star, do you own that comic? I do not. Jeez, you guys are terrible nerds. <laughs> you guys just lost all your nerd cred. TBJ's got it. We know it. And she's got it uh, on her right now, probably in her pocketbook or purse. Do they call them purses? Are you allowed to say purse anymore? Do women carry clutches? A clutch? A handbag? <laughs> anyway, she carries it with her. Uh, that comic, probably. Uh all right, where are we at? Um, uh, the the fight, and then uh, your he gets the power of lightning, and then immigrant song yeah. by Led Zeppelin kicks in again, which is yes. about uh, come from gods. the lights and rains and snow. And it's like, <laughs> all right, I think that galvanized 
all the nerds like, oh, this is this is awesome. Thor kicking yeah. all sorts of ass. It is pretty badass. Lightning powers from his hands, as opposed to having the hammer. I was like, all right, Thor's the next level. There's there's a there's a there's a section of nerds that are all about how powerful a dude can like. They they're excited to buy all powerful characters. Like there's, I don't know if it's like a Dragon Ball Z kind of nerd where everyone's all about who could beat who in a fight. And Goku is the powerful guy of the universe. I don't know much about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I don't know anything about I, I Dragon Ball Art, Z. Art, how much do you know about Dragon Ball Z? I know, if anybody I know, knows. I know some Dragon Ball Z. There we go. If isn't anybody that, knows, it's Art. Z. Isn't that basically what it's all about? Is like who could win in a fight and who has the biggest power? And all they do is like they're in a room well, about well, Vegeta, fight and they're talking about Vegeta, how powerful they are. Vegeta is all about being the one who wants to be the most powerful. Like Goku. All he wants to do is, you know, eat and <laughs> fight. Like he he don't want to he doesn't worry too much about power. He just because he, he has all the fighting. power, right? Yeah, but he he loves fighting. He loves fighting and eating, <laughs> which is which is a which is an, a weird anime trope because like Naruto was all about fighting and eating ramen. So it's always something weird about them always wanting to fight, burn up a lot of energy, and then. Immediately one like, oh, I'm really hungry. And they eat a shit ton of food. And then they still want to go back and fight some more. So are we talking about like, giant Dagwood Bumstead sandwiches? Like uh Scooby-Doo shaggy well, exactly. sandwiches. Exactly. Okay. Or he's like just bowls of ramen. You're like eating it really, 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 really fast. I don't know why I said really, 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 really fast. Some people, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're trying to be blur. John Mashita, the micro machine man. So yeah, Dragon Ball Z is basically just Blondie the comic. With no, Dagwood basically. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is actually based on the Monkey King. So, okay. what what is that? The Monkey King. There's a Marvel character called the Monkey King. Yeah, the Fear itself storyline. I thought he was just really? like this weird little ninja guy, or is it I like think a he's actually, master? And then I think like right now the Monkey King has either an ongoing series or he's he's. he's now, are you there. thinking about Hit, Hit Monkey? Is different from the Monkey. No, King. It's, it's it's not Hit Monkey. It's actually. Monkey King, but he's I don't I don't I don't know if he has his own book or if there's a storyline that he's prominent in. Brass monkey? Brass monkey. Man, you bring it back. Monkey, monkey. But yeah, like there's a section of nerds who's all excited about how powerful I got. Like there's Thanos like fans just because they just wanna yeah. See who will win in a fight. It's always like the like who would win uh uh, Superman or Thor the Hulk is a big like these guys are super yeah. powerful bricks. It's yeah. always uh, who's gonna win or uh, like who would win in a fight between this hero and that hero or this villain and that villain or this whatever. Yeah, and who would be the ultimate? Like you, you'd think, but these guys are usually kind of not Superman fans, which is weird because Superman is the most powerful dude. There, there'd be more of the Given enough time to prepare, Batman can defeat anyone. And even Galactus? Yeah. That's what like the that's the what they trope, say. The trope is so, as long as Batman we beat Dark Side. has time to prepare. So you're saying people that are into Dragon Ball Z just like those matchups. Is that I don't know. Is what I'm, that I'm is? Just, and what the, is Dragon Ball Z? Is it a game or is it a cartoon? Or is a, it a it's is it like anime. I thought it was like poke I thought it was Pokemon. I thought it was the same thing. Oh. It's nah. an anime. But it's also 
Is it you based know, on a manga Avengers or is the Dragon manga Ball based? with Goku the kid? And then Dragon Ball Z is him as an adult who ends up having kids and and he becomes a grandfather. Um, is like, dra- different, is, it's like that, huh? Is Dragon Ball Z a person or a ball? Is it a weapon? Is it a game? Like, what's it's a ball? A, it's not a person. It's not a game. person. It's, 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 the, it's like, like a Dragon okay, Ball Z is, is, a, is like a, a thing you want to get. Like, you short, earn the Dragon short, Ball. Short, short synopsis. Um, <laughs> short synopsis. That's a dragon. Um, I want I want to say the dragon's name is Shenron, right? And Shenron has these Dragon Balls. Which Shenron? Spread, yes. Have been spread throughout the galaxies, right? Whoever Shenron, wait. These, say it again. Shenron is a dragon that is shooting balls into the galaxy? He's not shooting balls. He Let me finish. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's complex, but not complex, right? Okay, so dumb it down. These, dumb it down for the dumb guy here. He has these well, seven balls. Right? Balls. He's got seven balls. He's a seven-balled seven Dragon. And so whoever holds these seven balls is granted wish a wish. So, so it's like the seven these... ass thing in South Park. I, I've made a, I've made a turtle with seven asses, but this is a seven balls. So you have and, these seven balls. So there yeah. are people that are flying around the galaxies trying to locate these seven balls because once they get these seven balls, they can call on Shinron, who will grant him grant them wishes. But then in the meantime, they're having all of these tournament battles where, like, this person is fighting this person. This person is like Kumite style, and and uh, you have love. They're fighting. They're fighting over the balls. Say it again. They're fighting over balls. They're fighting over balls, basically. Like I get a ball if I win. I get balls. No, you no 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 you you don't get the ball if you win. But it's almost like if someone's like, hey, I bet you I can beat your ass. I bet you I can beat your ass. Or there'll be some tournament where it's like it's 16 fighters. Who will win? Who can be the champion of the world? In the meantime, we're still searching for these balls. The search for the balls has nothing to do with the battles. The battles are just like, hey, while we're looking for balls, I bet I can exactly. beat your ass. Right. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Pretty I can, much. Oh, yeah. No, I can that, beat your ass. Let's find these balls. version of it. We're just here for the balls. Let's just fight <laughs> while, we're waiting, while we're trying to search for the balls. <laughs> so is it's not Dragon Ball Thomas Z. Is Dragon Balls? No, well, see that's just it. You have Dragon Ball, which is the Young Adventures of Goku. Then you have Dragon Ball Z. Then there's Dragon Ball Z Kai. It, it keeps going. It keeps going. It gets so bigger. Dragon Ball it's Z bigger. is a separate thing. There's Dragon Ball. There's Dragon Ball Z. And there's Dragon Ball Z Kai. Right, but and then that's Super Dragon Ball. That's, it, it it gets to it gets it goes down a deep rabbit hole. I hereby apologize for derailing the conversation. Can you name all Dragon seven? Ball. Do all seven balls have a different name? They like, all they have they have stars on them. So it's, it's all, a each ball has a different has a star on it. Oh, different kind of star, like a yeah. different color. And then then there's Boma. She has it's, it's weird, but Boma has this detector which can locate the balls. They're like space cops and the shit. So why not just use that and get all the balls? What happens when you get all the balls? Do you form a ball, a giant testicle like Voltron? It's not that big. It's it's about the size of a grapefruit. I love grapefruit. So then the cool thing is once you have the uh, once you call Shinron and he grants you your wish, 
the balls then just disperse again, and you have to do the whole find them again kind of shit. It's oh, that's right. Like you're getting you're giving the ball. You're getting the balls just to get a wish. Just to, <laughs> and just and what if you just get the balls? Can you wish for more wishes? You or can you wish to keep like all that. the balls? Witches, in any continuity, witches don't work like that. You can you can't wish for more balls. I mean, you can't wish for more wishes. <laughs> you can't wish for like what? You can't wish um, to keep all the balls. Can I please have seven balls? <laughs> <laughs> Just to have a giant nut sack full of seven nuts. Wait, who's talking about nut sacks, Andy? Why did you make it this blue? This is gross, Andy, and you're, you're a bad person. Testicle. DJ's right. TBJ's right. You're a bad person, Andy. Yeah, uh, pretty shitty. She's going to love this episode. All right. So I don't know I that I know anything you. more about Dragon Ball Z, except I know a little bit more about it that I ne- I always thought it was just Pokemon. I thought it was just the same thing as Pokemon. I don't know why. Don't because know. there's cards involved, isn't there? There's like a card game of Dragon You're, Ball Z. That, there's Yu-Gi-Oh, which is... Oh, uh, fuck. What's Yu-Gi-Oh? That's what I was thinking. That's like of. Pokemon, except is, there's uh, dragons. That's... That's that's a crazy... I guess Pokemon has dragons too. I don't know. Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, and Monster, and and Pokemon in my head were all the same, the same thing, thing to me. Because I guess it's all kind of anime style, and maybe it's the stupid white guy in me, but I just lump all that together. But I did play Pokemon Go a couple of times, so I guess I am now a post-racial society, Joe. You are a post-racial society. <laughs> I am in a post-racial society now. All right, um, Squirtle. Squirtle? What's a Squirtle? Charizard. That's a, that's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. It's a turtle, it's a turtle that squirts. Pikachu! Pikachu! And then Dora the Explorer. Does that have anything to do with this? Jigglypuff? No. Jigglypuff? That's from Jigglypuff. Harry Potter, right? Jigglypuff is Pokemon. What's an Ephiloff? Ephilopuff. Hefflepuff. Hefflepuff. That's, that's Harry Potter. Heffalump. Heffalump right. is Winnie the Pooh. Back to uh, Thor uniting with Valkyrie and Loki, knowing Hela will soon be back as she's growing stronger, and he realizes that he can't stop Ragnarok, uh, but he needs to bring Ragnarok about to defeat Hela. It's the only way you're going to defeat her with Ragnarok. Right, yeah, which calls back to the beginning, which like I expected that was just like a cameo appearance from Surtur. Like, oh well, that's just a, a joke from the start of the film. But yeah, they bring, they bring it on back and they make it like, oh shit, this guy's serious. Even though Loki goes and gets this crown, his, yeah, yeah, that they made fun of, it puts into the eternal flame. And so in this description that I'm reading off of, I think, IMDb, it says it's also heavily implied that uh, Loki takes the opportunity to steal the Tesseract at this moment. Again, yes. Because he walks and, by it when he's in Odin's treasure room and you see him look at it and he pauses. And then yeah. you don't see what happens next. Other than that, so, he puts the skull into the eternal flame. I'm guessing this must be foreshadowing for something that happens later. Uh, you'd be right. Oh, Bo, what a good guess. So uh, then Surtur is resurrected and is laying waste to the kingdom. Hela mounts an offense, but is of little use because Surtur is too powerful and destroys her with his sword. As far as escapes. We it's, don't actually see her. We're we not sure if she's destroyed, so we think she might yeah, come back. But, but she does draw her power from Asgard, and Surtur is destroying Asgard. So, like, so once Asgard is done, Hela's power is presumably negated. Uh, and since it explodes, 
and shit. Uh, there's good reason to believe she's dead, but we don't actually see her die. So, and she is the goddess of death, so she might have some powers. Yeah, uh, she probably. I mean, will all, if she, there's anything we've learned, it's none of these gods ever really die, right? Yeah, I mean, Ragnar. I like, mean, Loki's like, died how many times? I think there's there's one of the things they say is that like the the birth and death of Asgard, the the beginning and Ragnarok is always like a cycle that happens again and again over that, like millennia. Um, what I want to know is when does when does uh, Mjolnir Mjolnir Mjol come back? Does Mjolnir Mjol come back? Uh, is that a spoiler? Spoiler. It yeah. We Just will see Mjolnir again soon. Oh yeah, Mjolnir's coming back. I can't wait to find out how it comes back. Oh man, <laughs> this will be. It, does it happen in Black Panther, which is the next movie we're getting into? No. no. Okay. I'm, I'm excited be, about oh, Black Panther. Before, watching maybe. that next. Uh, we finally is, talk yeah. about it. We've been talking about it, like we've mentioned it so many times, yeah. and we can finally get into Black Panther. I'm so excited about it. And there's so many of these Marvel Snap characters that are in there that. I don't know that I realized who they were from the movie, you know, until yeah. I kind of was looking at some of the names on there. So anyway, we'll get, we'll get into that next episode, but, uh, and then, yeah, so they all Thor escapes with Loki, Hulk, Heimdall, Valkyrie, Korg, and the surviving civilians prisoners. And we have that little tableau of all of them. It's kind of neat seeing Korg and Hulk on the opposite ends. Like, you know, it's like a portrait of a family and they, as they're kind of flying off and to see that Korg is like just as big as Hulk is kind of, yeah. funny to see because you know he's a big dude but um and then he he thinks meek is dead and meek's not dead yeah he wasn't dead i oh meek died i'm just carrying him around that was kind of a funny thing oh meek you're alive yeah yeah uh, that was a, a fun little way to button cork and then and then thor's, thor's like the in the king yeah he's the captain in the captain's chair as the king you know and his first order is to return to earth uh which I don't know. I'm just kind of like, why do they want to go to Earth? Like, what's the... Well, Thor likes Earth. Jane Foster's in Earth. He well, loves Asgard. Asgard doesn't exist anymore, so where else are they going to go, I guess? Yeah. Uh, he's got friends on Earth. He thinks, he probably thinks, hey, I got resources. Uh, That's true. I know they have a wizard now, because he met Doctor yeah. Strange. So uh, he's going to, they're going back there to see what they can do, probably be refugees. Lo uh, and behold. But then again, they think, oh, everything's gonna be all right, and then in the post-credits scene, this. So first is the, first is first is the mid-credit scene, where Loki worries over Thor's decision to return to Earth, knowing he won't be very welcome there. It's on his last visit, he tried to take over the planet, and Thor assures his brother he feels everything will be fine, just as a menacing ship that dwarfs their own appears through the window. And that maybe that's what you were talking about, like that. Yeah. Oh, what's this coming? And then the post-credit scene. Is the Grandmaster who had been chasing Thor crashes on the garbage planet where he's confronted by the scavengers who are also a bunch of former slaves and he congratulates them on the revolt and agrees to call it a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it a tie and all surrounding him ready to kill him. Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum really kind of stole the show I, I think in this one. Yeah. Uh, He's such a funny guy. Why are you handing me the melt stick? He he interrupted me. That's not a melt worthy <laughs> event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's. I love that. I love Korg. I don't know. I think I. I think I love Korg more. But um, I can't wait for more Korg. I can't wait for him to come back. There will be more Korg. 
Is now we're getting we're really getting into the MCU parts that I mean Black Panther I think is the last thing I watched like before we started doing this podcast I think possibly like I don't think I've seen anything past I mean I did see I mean I sort of passively watched the one where everybody dies with the kids and the kids <laughs> watching, uh, the where everyone dies like you know that 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 Avengers death movie. <laughs> where everyone just disappears into the ether or whatever. Like I was kind of like, what is happening? I mean, but uh, you had, but you and you've also watched uh, the shows, though. You watched well, the shows, yeah, the yeah. shows with uh, with us. But Black Panther, I know I did watch. I saw that I think in the theater. This is probably the last one I saw in the theater. Uh, but I didn't see like Captain Marvel or I don't even know whatever the next movie and none of the other Spider Men's. They come out uh but like it's very i mean for everyone who was watched like the big giant ship that threatens the asgard ship everyone's like this is this is thanos this is when shit starts to go down so you all you nerds when you saw that part you nerds were freaking out in the theater in the post like uh, post scratching like oh shit because we, we is coming. You knew it was Thanos. Infinity War was on its way, and that they've been building to this. And like, oh shit! I mean, we didn't necessarily see like a like hi everybody on Thanos, but but <laughs> well, you is... guys all like went to Denny's afterwards, like oh, Thanos is coming. I think he's gonna come. Blah blah blah. It's gonna be uh, Josh Groban over a Grand Slam. It's not yeah. Josh Groban eating uh, moons <laughs> over Josh. Miami. It's gonna be uh Charles Groden. It's gonna be uh Yeah, Charles Thanos. Groden is Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be Thanos with Beethoven. Beethoven, the dog. Yep. Beethoven. That's how you pronounce it. Beethoven. Anyway, thanks for listening, nerds. We've gotten through Ragnarok. We're now to the end. And now is the time where we all guess what TBJ thinks of the movie. Uh I think she liked it better than the other Thors, but I don't think uh she didn't have to watch necessary. it. Like she wanted to watch it because it had the Hemsworth, and she was there for that. But She's there for she it. Didn't have to. If she had, if someone told her that this movie was coming out as a remaster, or in you know IMAX now with some added features or whatever, the only reason she would see it was because she wanted to see Chris Hemsworth again. Like she not ne- she didn't necessarily have to see this movie, but she had to see Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yes. Although I imagine she might uh, appreciate uh, Valkyrie, and uh, I yeah, think she she, she, she did that. say she that. Would, yeah. she, would. she she would. So basically, she came for Chris Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did. What did you guys think? Because I feel like you guys have been talking about Ragnarok forever. Like, oh, I love it. I, think, it. I, I know for and to me, this is this is the best one. This is the one where it's like, I, you know, when, when the first story came out, I was like, did we really need this? Did we really need, did we really need this? Right. And then when the second one came out, it was like, why did we have this? But when <laughs> this came out, I was like, okay, this is fun. This is um. Like the whole, a lot of the callbacks, the little uh, Planet Hawk kind of, you know, being um, kind of sort of like a little small background thing to this, to me it was awesome. Like it, it, it was, it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was the yeah. awesome Thor. 
yeah, being a big Hulk nerd and be, really enjoying the Planet Hulk storyline, I was glad to see that uh, was incorporated. Like, I was delighted to see Korg in it at all. And even though he's completely different kind of personality, he was a lot of fun. Uh, the this is a way, like, I guess for some reason, uh, they can't quite do any more Hulk standalone movies without paying Universal a bunch of money or something. Who did the Ang Lee movie and might still have some rights. But uh, they can put Hulk in other storylines. So this is a way to do that, uh, which really uh, is a way to make Thor more interesting. Like Thor, I as a general character, like I'm not super into the the mythology and fantasy realm sort of stuff. I mean, I like Lord of the Rings well enough. That's but, the cool uh, shit right there. I mean, some of it, I mean, there, there's cool elements to it. But when like a lot of times Thor stuff will get really into the weeds Uh about mythology and stuff and i'm like mm. uh, it's not really my jam but oh shit tbj so... shout out <laughs> but yeah like the, <laughs> the first movie was like okay thor is such a weird concept uh kenneth brana translated the this weird ass space viking who talks like shakespeare into uh, like a reality that we can get behind and it's like okay all right the thor needs to exist in the marvel universe he's one of the bigs he's one of the like the the three crucial avengers are cap iron man and thor so he needed to be there and that worked well enough i mean it wasn't a super like oh this movie is awesome it's like they pulled it off and then the second movie kind of eh, it had sort of a, a lackluster villain and uh uh, wasted Christopher Eccleston in there, and it just was like, um, it's fine. It's not, like you tend to think in retrospect that it's worse than it actually is. Like it's fine, but it's just not like as cool as some of the other movies. But this was all right. Let's let's have a lot of fun with this. Let's go full on Marvel cosmic. Let's go full on Jack Kirby color scheme and designs. Let's just embrace what it is and have a lot of fun with it and let let Chris Hemsworth just be as funny as he can be. Like everyone is uh, frustrated that Chris Hemsworth is so good at so many things. Like he's a good actor. He fucking looks so like he does. You're saying like, they hate us. They hate the Hemsworth. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm uh, John Clump would say my friend, John would go. I'm a little mad at him because he, he, shouldn't also be funny only nerds should be funny he should just be the pretty guy but he's hilarious <laughs> and he's hey, also that. i feel like i'm a pretty guy and i'm a nerd yeah uh, the and i just read something uh about like chris hemsworth had a role in the the ghostbusters reboot the the one with the, the all-female ghostbusters reboot and then at one point in there he like started singing a song and he was like he had a really good voice and i think it was like melissa mccarthy or somebody said no you shut up you can't have another thing you have everything already you can't, have <laughs> you another can't thing. sing now too yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> uh so that's it's just really taking advantage of chris hemsworth's charisma and uh having a whole lot of fun with it and getting a little bit more into the Hulk weirdness of his psychological dynamic. Uh, I, it, and you know, the fucking, the best use of the Led Zeppelin song you can imagine is like, all right, this is where it belongs. Let's kick all sorts of ass and Hulk suplexed the giant dog. That's great. 
<laughs> yeah, and then, and then, and then Alex is like, all right, let's just let search her destroy Asgard, and the Hulk goes and tries to fight him. And he's like, but big monster, no Hulk, for once in your life, don't smash. And uh, that I love that bit too. It's like finally the Hulk got to talk and be the Hulk that we all know and love. So yeah, I really love this movie. This movie. Yeah, that's good. It was good. You guys love it. It was good. I don't know. Thor's not my favorite either, but Korg makes it. Korg makes it worthwhile, and Tessa Thompson was great, and uh, of course Jeff Goldblum. So yeah, I think it was good. I'm yeah, I'm excited about Black Panther though because I know, <laughs> I know that's a good one, and everybody loves Black Panther. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so yeah. but I really don't remember it. Like it's been so long. I mean, I don't think I've seen it since it came out. Uh. And what year are we on? What? 2018? 2016. Should be 2016. 2016. Um, but this is like a game changer. So uh, I'm excited about it. Um, I remember liking Black Panther and not having any idea, never reading the comic, but just it looked like a cool character. And Andy had a, I don't know, Andy had like an action figure of him or something. And uh, I think, I don't know. So I'm I remember so just excited. Thinking, cool about the black panther movie because i was like i started reading black panther when the marvel knights imprint launched i mean i can save this for the the black yeah we'll get into episode, it, but yeah but, i'm sure you'll get in a lot but of i was so excited too. i got to go to an advanced fan screening that came out just a little bit beforehand and i took my black panther action figure and i got a little black panther commemorative <laughs> coin and i took a shit ton of pictures <laughs> of him all i couldn't believe that there was a black panther movie i was so yeah my mind is blown that like we got to a point where we get black Panther gets his own movie. And I was very excited yeah. about it. And yeah. I already just remember the hype being crazy about that. So yeah. I, it's cool. And I didn't even know, like I said, I just thought he looked cool. And, and I remember from hero clicks. Cause when you taught me to play hero clicks, he had the same blades, claws, fangs power as Wolverine. So I always loved that. that he could roll yeah. six out of that and give somebody six damage, which is awesome. So, yeah. uh, that's all I knew about. I didn't know anything about the backstory. So it's fun. That's what's fun for me about all this is learning everybody's backstories and that, mm-hmm. you know, you guys telling me what's in the comics without having to buy and read the comics. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm lazy. It's, 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 the comics are worth read. reading. They're definitely worth reading. And it's just, yeah. it's an interesting, <sighs> there's, I mean, I'm trying to think. This Black Panther is basically the first mainstream big budget superhero movie feat starring a black character. I mean, like it has Spawn, I guess. Uh, but that, I mean, that. Yeah. but that was a shitty movie. Yeah. Uh, Blank Man was Damon Wayans being a ridiculous comedy. And you got Meteor Man with Meteor uh, Man, Robert Robert, Robert, yeah, yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's true. And I don't know if was that any good. I never saw that one. It was. It was. It was. So was Meteor it before Man, it's, ahead it's of its of, time? So see, this is one of the this is one of the moments where we, where TBJ would be good in this on this mm-hmm. right here, just because it it speaks to the black experience. Mm-hmm. So like movies well, like Meteor Man and Black and Blank Man, like while they're not good, but they end up being like niche cult favorites of black people. So like how like like a lot of black people say they love I'm gonna get you sucker. I mean there are a lot of there are a lot of other races who would love it too, but black people like I'm I'm gonna get you sucker 
CB4, shit like that. Like, oh, these movies, they might not be that great. But as a black person, they're awesome. And say, like, oh, I like watching this. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to get you sucker on. I'm going to watch it. We we love that movie. Andy and I watched that a lot growing up. I'm gonna get you sucker. I think we own, didn't you own that, Andy? Or you got a? I think we had yeah, a VHS of it. Yeah, I think, I think so. we watched that. I had I'll the never CB4 forget the soundtrack too. And the CB4 soundtrack, yeah. I'm I remember CB4 just recently celebrated an anniversary too. So, oh yeah, CB4 sweat from a ball. Uh, <laughs> sweat from a ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the, was it? I'm gonna get you sucker. That scene where that that pimp has the fish, the aquariums in his shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get you sucker. Was awesome. Go. I mean, of course, it was the Wayans brothers and uh, yeah, the Hydra Power and Living Color was huge uh, in our house mm-hmm. too. We watched that all the time too. Andy had a, a homie the clown T-shirt. I remember. I did. Uh, homie, don't play that. <laughs> homie, don't play that. Uh, yes. Oh man, I'm gonna get you sucker. I'm gonna watch that again. I wonder if you can get that on streaming. I'm sure you can. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. But Black Panther is the first time. It's like holy, like it's another level. So, <laughs> Art, what you're saying is Black Panther is basically just I'm gonna get you sucker with superheroes. <laughs> oh, Black Panther <laughs> is shaft with superheroes. There you go. Shaft goes to Africa with superheroes. Okay. And we'll bring this up again, but when we talk about Black Panther and TBJ can weigh in. Yeah, well. there'll probably have to be three episodes to talk about Black Panther, I'm guessing, because I mean, we've been talking about we've been talking about a lot. So anyway, this has been the Nerd School episode number whatever. blah blah blah. <laughs> Insert number here 81 uh and we're done with thor ragnarok we're gonna move on black panther will be next thank you for listening everybody rate review subscribe tell all your friends tell your enemies and just remember at some point in time we will get tbj to say excelsior excelsior yes i mean yeah if you can get jeff goldblum in quotes yeah. to introduce our pod sorry i didn't mean to burp there <laughs> Ooh, some Razor Brand Crunch so, just came up. I guess we could. So if we could trick, if I could record her, I, I'm sure if we could trick her into saying Microsoft Excel, like what's your favorite <laughs> spreadsheet uh, app or uh, spreadsheet uh, in Microsoft Office spreadsheet maker? And then I could take, I could clip when she says Excel. And, and then I'm say, sure give she me said a word that rhymes with poor. <laughs> I'm sure she said C and or several times on this podcast. I'll just have to go like cut those. A lot of work. Excel C or I'm sure she said this. it's going to be Excel C or you know it's going to sound she, really she dumb. Can, she but, can say uh, X like uh, she has an X and then uh, who is now or, a, or we could like the people say who someone's like in a cell. The whole or, um, she probably said they take a matchup of someone's voice and make it into a song. We could get them to like break down every time she say a word like isolate the e cell isolate this cell <laughs> mash it together speed it up tweak it just so you can get her voice just saying excelsior excelsior the power she holds over us just by not saying excelsior <laughs> right it's like and, and she knows it she, she knows it it's a yep. it's a powerful thing when you can control the masses like that you know yeah which is why which is why she she'd be a perfect Sith. 
But for some reason, she wants to play a Jedi. <laughs> That'll have to, she'll have to say that yeah. on uh, the final episode. Uh, when we... Uh, uh, the final ever episode of Nerd School. Yeah, we ever have a final ever episode, though. Like, Obviously, we will cover every movie that ever existed that nerds might even sort of like. And at the yeah, end of that, so this, when, yeah. when we're all 90... When somebody uh, will be in hospice and we'll be like, okay, this guy's got 24 hours to live. You better say uh, so so we'll, we'll come up... We're like, we'll play like a round of Jeopardy, and the answer has to will be like, what is Excelsior? And like she, she had, she wants to win because it's like for a million dollars. Like she's gonna have to say it. You're gonna have to say it, TBJ. You're yeah. gonna have to say it. This made up word is what Stan Lee would say. Stan Lee's catchphrase, and then you'd have to say, what is Excelsior? <laughs> That's funny. All right. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. And this uh, art star, sing us out. And I'm telling you. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Nerd School podcast. Excelsior. Uh. Of my kinsmen by the prisons and people thinking this election to end it racism. Proud over pessimism, glad to see Obama, but don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems, Mr. Officer. Now they POTUS look like me, you gon' think again when seeing brothers rolling down the street. Every Martin Luther King on his American dream. Still a Rodney BNB and screaming, fuck the police. Me, I'm running through the pasture, trying to get away from master. But the dogs is on my ass, I gotta move a little faster. Can't pass from Caucasian, but I got a couple papers from the plantation saying I graduated. Congratulations, cool beans, but to most school mean. Trying to dodge STDs, living off government cheese. Trust the government, please. Not even if it was me, sitting in the Oval Office as Commander in Chief. Trying to give us this free, but there's a nigga in my ear saying, You got it, Superman, you ought to keep it here. Get this distinctly clear, I'm all about jetting. Raps Kunta Kinte without the half stepping. A new chapter, packed with new lessons. After that, the final exam. Any questions? QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.